Hi, my name is Thuy Li with My Open Road. It's a really cool app that encourages you to take alternative transportation to reduce your carbon footprint via walking, running, biking, carpooling, take the train, the bus. And then it rewards you for your effort in saving the planet and have fun. We can create competition for you to compete with your friends and others to help save the planet. You can check us out at My Open Road website or go to YouTube. Thanks. And your name is what? What inspired you to do this? So I really want to help the people to do the, uh, and to help to save the planet one mile at a time. And I'm uh, by background chemical engineering, so I'm really passionate about you know, collectively. All of us can make a difference regardless of what, where we are, and where we're from. Beautiful motivation. And what is your name? Twee Lee. Nice yeah. to meet you. Thank nice you so much. You. I wish Thanks. you the very best. We are a retail shop, a service provider, and a printing service. So we kind of do a little bit of everything. Um, we sell printers. When people buy printers from us... Um, 3D printers. 3D printers, actually, yeah. So I'm Will from Co-Create, by the way. So when people buy printers from us, 3D printers, we give them a one-on-one 45 minutes sit-down. Oh, to good. teach them how to use their printer and the software that comes with. So they'll, you know, you, you know how to use it when you go home and not... Just buy it, you know, you lost. Are there programs for like engineering design or? There is. Um, which SolidWorks. You... SolidWorks. We use SolidWorks and ZBrush. Oh, okay. ZBrush is more organic stuff because we scan people and print them out as well. And these are real people we scan and print it. So, do you have to be an artist to be able to come up with these beautiful <laughs> two pictures of um, brothers and much, yeah. superstars? And all, these, all the photograph version, we offer it as a service as well. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so any, any 2D image that you have that you like, we can pop it out and print it. How do people get in touch with you? Uh, you can get, go to our website, uh, www.cocreate.com. C-O-K-R-E-E-A-T-E. Thank you so much. Wish you well. Bye. We go into some website design, we have JavaScript, we have Java, we have um, we go over some Python for the Raspberry Pi. Those are some of our main languages. What is your main philosophy behind your company? Um, our main philosophy is to help advocates for their features. That way they always know technology is always growing. It's always good to know a little bit before they really get into it. Do you think that every child should learn how to program, that it's just like an inevitable skill? I think it, it should be. It should be. It teaches a lot of logic and it teaches a lot of logic-based programs that they can you know, use for other areas of their life. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> We're the Riverside Raspberry Pi group. We're just trying to promote the Raspberry Pi to the tech community. Why is that? Because we like the ability to use the computer to interface with real-world items, and so we're trying to promote that to anyone who's interested. Can you kind of describe what you have here on display for the radio audience? We have uh, video arcade game emulators, uh, terrorism. Uh, an ancient computer emulator. The computer that's emulating it with the Raspberry Pi is probably ten times more capable than the original computer it's emulating. 
we have an OpenGL uh, facial recognition software that you walk in front of it, it'll track your eyes, or track your face as you walk by, and, and the its face tries to move the eyeballs to watch you and watch you walk by. What sort of freedom does the Raspberry Pi give uh, people uh, in general? It's a, a low-cost device that allows you to interface with the real world. So it's a great way for kids and people to learn how to tinker with computers and create um, items that connect to the real world instead of just buy it off the shelf. So the world, the world of computers is not so far away from them. It's hands on. It brings it down to a very a community level. How do people get in touch with you? Um, you can find us on Meetup, uh, Riverside Raspberry Pi Group. Got it. Thanks, folks. Go for it. How's it going? I'm Brendan. I'm from Makersome. We're an online 3D printing retailer. We're trying to make 3D printing fun and accessible and help people be successful with 3D printing, whether that's in the education or the home user. We're excited about 3D printing and want to spread the thing that we love to everybody else. So, you know. Why are you so excited about 3D printing? What's the big deal other than a, you know, another form of art? Well, 3D printing is amazing with the steps that it's taking. Every day it seems like there's a new breakthrough in 3D printing. And I'm just excited to see what's coming out with next with the specialty filaments, with the 3D printers, with the prices coming down, the accessibility. It's going to be more and more mainstream and the capabilities and what is able to be created with it and what people are going to be empowered to do with it is amazing. And just to be a part of that is amazing. How does it improve the lives of general hobbyists and also of the corporate world or the creative world? Right. So in the corporate world, they found that 3D printing, they could do rapid prototyping super quick. Even using the desktop 3D printers to supplement some of the higher end, maybe like Stratasys or 3D printing machines. And again, do prototyping at an extremely rapid pace. For the home, you can make simple objects from designing your own kind of stuff. Like, for example, I've got a five year old in my house that can work a 3D printer. She prints her own toys, her own toys, her own toys out, toys out, rainbow dashes and all this stuff right around the house. But the pride that she takes in actually creating her own toys and the thought process that she goes through because now she's not just like, oh, I need to go buy a new hat for my little doll or whatnot. She says, hey, can we make one? Can we design one? Can we 3D print So the wheels start cranking and she starts thinking, like, how can I find solutions to things rather than just go out and buy stuff off the shelf? So that is amazing to see a five-year-old able to do that and to think about what that's going to do in the future for, like, not just what the technology can do, but how it's going to make people think and how it's going to make people like come up with these solutions. So for the young folk, what sort of software are you using? Solid state? Are they learning the engineer design programs from the great get-go? Or is there some middle step or beginning step? Yeah, there's definitely some beginning step. We started with Autodesk 123D Design. It's a very simple design software. And granted, a five-year-old is going to have trouble dealing with that. But with some guidance, they can go in it's dragging simple shapes down and designing stuff. And you can print it and hold it in your hand. Besides that, one thing that we've been able to do with 3D scanning is you can take Play-Doh and model something in Play-Doh, put it in a 3D scanner, scan it, now you can scale it up, now you can print it out. So literally, you can actually 3D design with Play-Doh, which really opens it up to like almost all ages. So has your daughter started designing her own clothes yet? Not yet, but she wants to. She keeps asking if we could do like dresses for her dolls oh, and stuff. Like, for herself, eventually. Well, I'm sure she will because she's starting to think about it a lot and she's uh, having a lot of fun with it. So. How do they get in touch with you? Uh, Makersome.com is our website. And uh, yeah, more than happy. We've got an email address on there as well. You can reach out to us. We're happy to help out. We've got a lot of different brands that we represent from software, filament, 
3D printers and uh, help find a solution that works best for you. And if we don't have it, we'll point you to someone who does because 3D printing industry is small and it's all kind of love right now. So. Wow, it's amazing to see. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. That's it. Um, so we're a team from Riverside, the University of California, Riverside, and we've competed in this competition for about uh, three, four years now. Four years. Um, we got eighth place last year. It's a competition that takes place in Maryland. You do uh, image recognition of ground targets using an aerial platform. Uh, a lot of computer science, a lot of electrical engineering going into this. Um, mechanical engineers too. They're building an airframe for us this year. So we're gonna be, you know, working with all these engineering teams to uh, coordinate and uh, just have a really good system that can hopefully so, win. So are you the competing team or are you assisting teams? We're competing. We're competing teams yeah, as yeah. well. And so have you flown this yet today? Uh, yeah, not today. This thing hasn't flown since last year. This is our past airframe. Well, describe this to me because this is radio. So we have a uh, high-power Wi-Fi antenna on the side there, and that's for our image downlink. Uh, because we do image detection as part of the competition. Does it use Iris, or does it a variation of a theme? Or? Uh, we use an Intel Nook computer with just, I mean, we used the point and shoot last year. Oh, it could be our camera. Yeah, anything. And uh, then mixing telemetry downlink with a antenna tracker here so that we can get longer range. Oh, very cool. All this is designed to be on the field, uh, yeah. so, you know, we have a ground station, we have the aerial platform, they have to communicate really well. Do you feel like you're contributing to the military or DARPA free of uh, charge? We do this with the Navy, so <laughs> probably, maybe. Do the neighbors. There's a lot of Navy guys there, and they're yeah. always looking at us, and, you know, if they see someone cool, they'll probably go talk to them and, you know, take yeah. them backstage. So, so I, I watch a lot of UFO shows, and I always go, that looks like a drone to me. How can you tell the difference between a drone and a UFO? That's uh, a really freaky question. <laughs> I mean, it's got cool lights on it. It's it got has stickers on it. Propellers. Propellers, yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. And it's a UFO. I wish you a lot. Good luck to you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. All right, here we go. All right. So uh, we're the glue smith. We do industrial adhesives. Um, we've been doing it for quite a bit now. This is our third year here, I believe, here yeah. at, at the show. Um, what we do is... We sell adhesives for pretty much everything. Any kind of material, plastic, ceramic, wood, porcelain, china, hobbies, anything at the house, automotive, works great on pretty much everything. How long does it last? Uh, the glue itself actually lasts, we guarantee it three years in a cool, dry place, but if you keep it in the refrigerator, minimum it'll last five years without a problem. Oh, without it getting hard. How about exactly. when it's on the product, how much temperature can it take? It can withstand up to about 350 degrees of constant heat. Oh, interesting. Um, the glue itself, but we also have a powder that has a ceramic and aluminum base that can withstand up to about 450 degrees. So they can't really be used inside of a car engine. Then. Actually, car engines, yeah, not a problem really? because it only it gets the, so hot. The hottest that it gets, even at the center of the block, it's only about 220. Oh wow! Yeah. So How did you invent this? Or your father invented uh, this? My dad actually worked at a uh, prototype uh, company, building prototypes for all this stuff. Right. And he noticed that the glue that they used, you know, was was pretty useful not only for their specific application, but for pretty much everything. Um, and my uncle, who actually works in the pharmaceutical business, uh, at around the same time as when Dermabon and NuSkin came out, we noticed that, <clears throat> excuse me, basically at the molecular level, it's almost the same thing. 
The only difference is, is that Crazy Glue and Super Glue has solvent in it. Ours doesn't. Why not? So that way, because what solvent does is that it cuts down the adhesion time and everything. Our glue is pretty much instant. Uh, we have one that can pretty much set up in three to five seconds. We also have one that takes about 40 seconds up to about a minute, minute and a half to actually set. But um, the reason why it's so good also and that why it lasts longer is because there's no solvent in it. So it doesn't evaporate. So then that way it can last longer on the shelves. Oh, well. that's very interesting. So if you get your fingers caught together, how do you get it off? Acetone. Acetone. Oh, okay. No Acetone and everything. Hopefully you have some. <laughs> <laughs> how do people get in touch with you? Uh, our number... Uh, you can contact us at um, thegluesmith. thegluesmith.com and our number is 1-866-367-4583. Thank you very much, free. sir. Thank you. Yeah. What's going on, guys? This is Kyle from Playwell. We're all about engineers and we're all about kids. We, we like to have fun here at Playwell, but we also like to learn. So at Playwell, we teach you a bunch of projects, how gears work, how things mesh, so there's a lot of things that we do. Um, it's really fun. You guys can go to playwell.org for more info. Thanks, guys. Wonderful. Now, can you describe what we have here since we're on radio? We don't get to see all these wonderful cool things. Uh, so we have a bunch of projects. So we use motors and battery packs. So we actually, the Legos don't just sit there. They actually move. Uh, we build robots, cars, tanks, all kinds of things. So it's a lot of fun. Were you part of FLL competitions? Uh, uh, the, first, the first Lego League um, no, Robotic competition? No, we're not part of that, but that does sound fun. Cool. Yeah, 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 we should because we got some, we got some good people here. Oh I yeah, I feel like we can win. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Cool. Thanks very much. All right. Thank you. Bye. Go. So the person that invented this was a huge skater his entire life. Oh, describe a, what it is. So this is a longboard wheel, but it is actually a cube and a circle. So you wouldn't really think that it would roll if it's part cube, part circle. Yeah, it almost looks like a square. It, no, it actually is a square. No the, way. Yeah, no, it really is. If, if you were to put this into a box, uh, each side of the sine wave would touch the box at a flat 90 degree angle, Get which out. is the definition of a, of a geometric square. So we're square and a circle depending on the angle that you're looking at it. And now not only are we goofy, but we work better. Basically, we're a faster, a smoother, a long-lasting, and just an all-around better wheel. Okay? What's the science behind a round, a round wheel really being square, working better? Working better. So basically how it works is with these sine waves. Um, when you're walking, you don't walk in a tightrope. Now, do you walk left, right, left, right? This follows that same principle. As it's moving along, the, the sine wave is oscillating left, right, left, right, resulting in much more stability. Now, if you were to look at this wheel, there's only three small patches at which the, the, it's touching the ground. The wheel is touching the ground. On a conventional wheel, there's a large contact area. With us, there's a very small area. Less friction, less uh, uh, ground resistance, resulting in faster speed. So that's also how we're faster. Um, much safer with that sine wave when a rock comes and makes contact on a conventional wheel um, it'll stop the fixed center point flying you off the wheel with us however in the sine wave pattern when the rock hits us it'll get kicked left right right over so faster smoother safer and longer lasting so now if a person's riding an edge or something like this does this get caught and trip them up uh typically no uh now if you are a school or a, a park or a skate like a pool rider uh, in a skate park typically yes on those corners however we do have another wheel uh, that is designed specifically for those type of skaters, yes. And do you find that the people who buy this stuff are always changing their wheels out depending on where they're riding? 
depending on where they're riding, typically our wheel, they're not changing out too much for other wheels because our wheel is so all around in many different areas, in gravel and rain and flat grounds and asphalt. Everywhere we are, we excel in those areas. That's fascinating. How do people get in touch with you and your product? Basically, we're an online distribution company. You can find us at sharkwheel.com or any uh, mom and pop local uh, skate distribution store. Oh, wow. Thanks so much. No Appreciate your time. Bye. I'm talking with Brandon, and he's playing with a very big toy here that looks like a very fun scooter. But around him, he's surrounded by some really cool art. So, Brandon, tell us about it. Yeah, so my name's Brandon. I'm the Arduino instructor out of Urban Workshop in Costa Mesa. Um, you can think of us as a gym membership where you can pay monthly or yearly. And through that, you can actually use our industrial machines. So we have lathes, mills. Uh, oh, wow. We have an electronics section. We have a fabric section. Um we have guys from all different industries, some movie industries, running their shops out of us. Um, a lot of these guys are pulling two, three hundred k. You know, they started uh, as a really just one man shop and kind of grew through us. So everything you see is actually member built, including the scooter that I'm running. Oh, you're uh, kidding me! Yeah, this was actually machined at Urban Workshops. So. It looks really intense. So it's actually yeah. like a bicycle almost. Yeah, and it actually does fold. Uh, is it motor? Yeah, it's electric. Uh, but yeah, so this guy actually um, has a shop now in Pasadena. So just to just so you can see the kind of growth, we do have another guy that's. Um, so he makes these. This is a battery pack, but he makes phone cases too. He has a contract with Apple, and basically you just charge up your phone or your manually charge it up. Yeah, oh, I yeah, love yeah. It. yeah. No more solar, no more like plug in. Yeah, yeah. So you could think of it as like a, a prepper would love this, right? Oh, Somebody yeah, yeah. who's expecting the end of the world to come soon. Got it. Uh, but yeah, something like this, uh, uh, stuff that was manufactured at Urban Workshop. Um, and we wow. do have meeting rooms there. Uh, we have computer rooms. And we have classes in case you want to learn how to do any of this. So you could show up there. And if you don't know anything about this but you want to, you can actually go and learn. And again, I am one of the instructors. And so uh, what kind of things are you instructing? Like softwares? Are you yeah, so, so, so drafting, um, CAD programs, learning G-code so they can run some of the big machines. Um, they want to learn how to sew. They want to learn how to silicone mold. Uh, they want to learn Arduino programming. They want to learn how to build surfboards. I mean, the list goes on of what we can actually teach them there and what we have instructors for. Uh, again, we have a variety of people from movie industry to, to, to professional surfers, you know. To like, design engineers? Oh, definitely, definitely. All of you are. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, how do people get in touch with you and where are you located? Uh, so, okay, so I guess I'll read our phone number. Sure, that's fine. <laughs> okay, so our phone number is 949-296-2153, and we're located at 365A Clinton Street, Costa Mesa, California, 92626. And it's called the Urban Workshop. Yes. Thanks Urban a lot, Workshop. Brandon. Thank you so much. Enjoy your scooter ride. What's <laughs> up? Hi. Hi, my name is Felicia. I work with NiftyCircuits.com. Uh, right now we're featuring a smart power supply that is Wi-Fi, Bluetooth um, capable. It does all the data logging for you. It's compact size, so you can take it anywhere with you. Perfect for students and tinkerers. You can contact us yes. on NiftyCircuits.com. You can send us a direct email at... Uh, or. Yeah, just just contact us on NiftyCircuits.com. Okay, that's good. Now, what it, can you describe us a little bit more for people who can't see this? 
So if you're into electrical engineering, you're probably used to seeing in a lab, there's big technical equipment. There's a, there's a power supply. It's a bench power supply. It's big. It's really expensive. You can't move it around. You can't move it anywhere. You can't take it with you. For students that are into electrical engineering or anyone that actually is tinkering with electrical engineering, this is a small, basically like seven inches by two inches um, compact power supply. And it's same capabilities as a big power supply. It's like way less expensive. It's Bluetooth capable. It's Wi-Fi capable. So you can control or watch your data logging from anywhere. So and how long does it last once it's charged up and that's the charge? Well, it's plugged into a power source. So okay. it'll just, it's always. Okay. And it does constant, like it'll do data logging for seven days straight. Okay. It'll take that information and it'll send it to you in an Excel file. It'll be color-coded and you'll know all the information that you need to know. Who invented this? Solomon Viveros. Is he here? Yes. And, and what inspired him to invent it, do you know? Um, he's he himself is an engineer. He fell in love with electrical engineering and he's passionate about it students and like getting them more involved in any way that he can help them pursue their own projects. And so that's why this is a perfect thing he wanted for students to be have access to tinkering in their garage if they wanted to. Didn't have to be limited to a lab. Oh wow, I think a lot of people would like this. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Bye. Okay, this is Vocademy. It's called the Makerspace. What we do is we give you the tools to learn things like vacuuming, welding. This is the welding instructor here. She can Hello. probably give you more information. So at our facility, we work with wood, we work with plastic, we work with metal, costume designing, and also electronics and robotics. Um, you can take classes. You don't have to be a member in order to take our classes, but if you want to be a member, it gives you access to come back, use our facility, use our equipment, and bring any project you have to work on it. Wow, that is exciting. Where are you located? We're in Riverside on Spruce Street. Oh, 1635 Spruce Street. And how, how do they look you up on the internet? Uh, well, you can reach us at the website at which one is the Academy, the Makerspace, yep. and you can also give us a call. You can also take free tours and also free intro classes to see if you want to take the class and see what it's all about. So who created this? What's some of the history behind it? Um, Gene Sherman, he's the CEO, he's the founder of this place, and it started out in his garage. Oh, very cool. So what he wanted was a place, a makerspace for his kids. So yes. what he did was he started a workshop, a wood shop, starting out in his garage, and then it started growing bigger where students but other places needed to use equipment, want, learn, uh, wanted to learn hands-on yeah. skills. And they got that. So he opened up a better place, a bigger place, with all types and all varieties of different things for people. So is it used by students predominantly of all the different ages all or age by, range, by industry range. or corporations? Or? All ages. Industries, yeah. corporations, as well as anyone. Anyone can come off the street and learn hands-on tools with Vocademy. Yeah, you can build is, anything. We're not a whole lot of theory. We're more hands-on. So there's no history or anything like that. Basic safety, and then you go straight into hands-on, which is wow. the important part. And the software you're using? Software for the engineering. We use um, Autodesk Fusion 360. Okay. So that's through CAD and CAM. So if you want to learn those, you can also create their designs over the computer and slap them into machines to bring out their creations through life. And you have all of those machines as well. Yes, yes ma'am. And I see you have a Doctor Who box. I mean, yes, who doesn't want to buy Doctor Who box? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And they made that with there. Yeah. Yeah. The exactly. uh, the walls over there are also a design made of Academy. See, the brilliant thing is, all of this was made. You could come in, your mind can create something, and you can bring it to Metal, life. Metal, wood, plastic. 
large, small. Some Death Star walls from Star Wars were also made here. So a lot of people, whatever they want to create, like this Iron Man boot, it actually functions. Oh, wow. So you can slide in your boot. It has a sensor. It opens up to your foot, closes, and also lights up. Just like the movie. <laughs> oh, that is very, very cool. It's cool. Very, uh, and, not, and not only that, what you can do at Vocademy, but everyone there is brilliant. You, you could go in there with your idea and someone could make it so much bigger. It's amazing. Everybody there is so intelligent. It's a fun place to be. So for those that are just inventive but they're not engineer designs, you have got this is my thought, this is Perfect my idea, place. and that Perfect is place. incredibly cool. And again, how do they contact you? On the website, vocademy.com, or you can also contact us through our number, which is 951-266-6630. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Cool concept. Okay, our 3D print design instructor built this. He 3D printed a lot of this. He painted it up, but he also did the electronics on it. Yeah. He made the electronics to fuse on your foot. You hit this button inside of it, it'll open. Once you slide your foot down in it, there's a sensor on the back that determines when it's on the back of your leg. It'll close up. You hit a button on the boot there, it opens up, you push that in, and then that closes automatically as well. Oh my gosh. And, once, and then, eventually, it'll be form-fitting. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Very cool. It's to the size of his shoe, because he made it, but uh, right now, that's a 12, but yeah. It, a lot of it was designed 3D printing, laser cutting. He took some time, but he used to be a welding. He would create sculptures out of welding. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he's very intelligent. Very good. And can you talk to me about the Dr. Who box? I'm almost done. So, this is like for real. Has it actually been used? Well, you know, it's not as big as the one in the actual Dr. Who movie, but Thomas and Dave and Mike created this, and it only took them just a they build stuff so fast because after they have the idea and have the layout, the production is very fast because the way the Focademy is set up is it's real fast production. With the tools. Yeah, equipment's big. They have seven more of those printers. The laser cutting table. You're talking about the foot. 3D printer. Yes. They have all kinds of those. They have a big three by four foot laser cutter. Oh wow. Yeah, they what they do is we have a can room committed to making up the blueprints, creating the design, and they'll send it over to the laser printer and it does the work all on its own. Do you charge for like designing someone's invention? I mean, there's like a basic charge for the effort and the genius of it all? Well, I mean, they have what's called higher pro jobs where if somebody's interested and they have the idea, they just don't know how to do it. That's basically why Vocademy's around. If you come in and take the classes, they can show you how to do it on your own. But the great thing is they'll help you through the whole process and make it better. That's amazing. Okay, my last question is, is it really bigger on the inside than the outside? Uh, unfortunately, this one <laughs> is about the same dimensions, but we're working on how to make one a little bit bigger on the inside. All right, Dr. Who fans, stay tuned. Too, Thank man. you. Thank Oh, we're XYZ printing. We are industry's most affordable consumer 3D printer, starting at two hundred and forty-nine dollars. Oh, I mean, this is that this actual device right here. Uh, yes, this is all. This device is our um, entry-level Dimension Junior MSRP for three forty-nine. 
But for the holiday this season, amazing. there's a $100 discount. Oh my gosh. And you can get them from your local Barnes & Noble nationwide in-store. Are you kidding me? Yes, and Barnes & Noble Barnes selling Noble this and selling not just the books. Oh my gosh. That's right. What else? <laughs> And of course, your major online retailers, you can find them on Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart. What's the advantage about DaVinci uh, Junior in terms of software or the way it used the plastic well, uh, or the ease of working with it? The advantage of XYZ printing is that we provide a complete solution, not just in hardware 3D printer, but also 3D printing software. From the designing software, from the printing file, and also for educator in uh, curriculum um, creation as well. Oh, okay. So that's the difference between XYZ printing. Okay. We created a complete solution for uh, consumers, educators, and professional users. Okay, and so if it's just for the family and for the kids to learn, what type of software are you teaching kids? Uh, we have our own very user-friendly oh, 3D design software. And our website, we provide tutorials to oh. teach you, to walk you through how you can create a 3D design for yourself. So you're not using Autodesk, you're not using Solid State, you're uh, using no, something that's very no, specific. But, no, but you can also use those as well to, to work with the printer. Oh, you can as well? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, uh, awesome. We just have our own to create a whole ecosystem of, the, of our product line. And how do people get in touch with you? Oh, just go to www.xyzprinting.com and go to uh, contact us, you'll find the contact information. Thanks very much. Great, thank you. Yeah, bye-bye. Hi, my name is Jerry Wang. I'm with Win Education USA Inc. We offer after-school programs for primary school K to 12 grade. And one of the fun part is we do a lot of camps with district-wide, and we also work with very closely with schools. Where are you located? We're located in Roland Heights, and we also offer makerspace uh, equipment. So, and what is makerspace equipment? Makerspace equipment right now we have, we're offering our own educational edition of laser cutting, 40 watts uh, CO2 uh, tubes. And are you and teaching kids how to use this stuff? We are teaching professional development teachers how uh, to use this, so nice. they can teach the students in class, and we also do teach classes after-school program. Oh, wonderful. How did they get in touch with you? And you're where, where are you located? We're in Rolla Heights, and we can be contact through our email, which is www.winusaeducation.com. And that's win, as in W-I-N. Awesome. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks. Here we go. Hello, I'm Nicola, and this is... And we're here with the Wicked Soap Company from High Tech High Media Arts in Point Loma, San Diego. Mm, it smells so good. We're a student-run company, and we produce soap by hand using all-natural ingredients. And the profits we make, we use to reinvest in our company, and we invest in charity. Now, how did you decide to come here where all the inventors and the technology is, and here in the middle of it all, you're a Wicked Soap Company? Well, see... The only um, place that smells good around here, by the way. <laughs> well, we heard about this, and our yeah. teacher sent out an email asking if anybody would be willing to go. So I asked Tony if he wanted to go with me, and my mom drove us up here. So, so you're entrepreneurial. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but we're a nonprofit organization, and all the money we make, we 
investment in a company, and it goes to the charity. Have you officially filed for a nonprofit status? We, are a, yes. we have a nonprofit status. Oh my gosh, I'm impressed. So what was the vision behind this? Why did you decide to do this and this product? Well, well, our school is all about like project-based learning. So we learned, instead of doing stuff, uh, chemistry from the textbooks and just memorizing things, we actually do hands-on experience. So this is all from chemistry. We mix oils and lye together to have a neutralization effect, and um, we make soap out of that. And we sell to experience customer interaction and just pitching sales really fast. That's okay, cool. what's your favorite smell here? They all smell so good. Uh, my favorite smell is lemongrass or uh, pi- pineapple. Part of the we products. Can <laughs> <laughs> do it again. Do it again. WeCanSoapCompany.com. And 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 what are the products? What's the in, what's the made of ingredients? It's made of olive oil, coconut oil, shea butter, uh, lye, pigmentation, and essential oil. WeCanSoapCompany.com. <laughs> we ship. Buy soap for a good cause. Oh, that is awesome. Okay, I'm going to buy a couple of bars from you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Here you go. Um, well, this is the Tsukushima speaker, which is basically inspired because my dad couldn't get a Leslie speaker because they're really big and expensive. Ah. <laughs> so what it's doing is it's taking the sound output from, in this case, a keyboard, and it's switching it between these four speakers in a circle to create the same sound effects as you'd have from one speaker that spins, which is what a Leslie speaker is. Does this actually spin then? It's not physically spinning, but the sound is switching in a circle between the four speakers. Here, I can make it go. That's the speaker turns on when the light turns on. So the sound feels like it's spinning. So if I were to have this contraption in my living room, would it blast my walls? It would sound pretty amazing. <laughs> if, you, if you were recording, you could put that right underneath the uh, speakers and you could get the effect. It's pretty crazy. Oh my gosh. Literally, I can take my sound device underneath there oh, yeah. and it'll pick yeah. it up. It'll I don't have to have it. No. So there's a, what, a microphone over there? Or? Uh, just the four speakers. Oh my like gosh. Like if you stick your head under there, you feel like you're spinning. Seriously, because the sound is going round and round. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to move over to the speakers, everybody. This is like, looks like. So this thing looks like it has four spaceships attached to it, or satellites attached to it. Why did you decide on this design? It does look good. We uh, we put the lights because it's easier to describe to people what's going on with the sound one at a time. Absolutely. And then um, we made it so you can adjust it so you can, you know, oh, kind of yeah? angle it over a little bit if you want. So how much are you selling these for? It, right, right now it's just uh, just Prototype. Oh, this is so cool. Okay, how do people get in touch with you? Because this is a speaker system that they should have. You know, if you look on the website for Gyrosound uh, Labs. G-Y-R-O-S-O-U-N-D. Okay, gyrosoundlabs.com. Yeah. Yep, and you can find us. Awesome. Thanks so much. Right. Nice to meet you. Thank you. So we're students at the University of Laverne trying to raise money to give to Easter Seals, a charity that uh, gives money to kids with disabilities, also adults and veterans. Very cool. So what is this that I'm seeing here? It looks like a strange coffee pot. What is this stuff? So it's a Bluetooth water bottle speaker. 
uh, it connects to your phone. The volume, the has been man uh, controls at the bottom and holds 14 ounces of water, has a compass on top, so it's great for hiking or going out with your friends and having fun. What type of speakers are in it? Like Echo? <laughs> uh, no, just a regular speaker. I hear that thing. Good bass. Oh, that is so trippy. Who came up with this, like, creation? Well, collectively as a group, we found uh, multiple products that were similar to this, but we found this to be the very best one. And so this is a product you discovered to be able to raise money for your school? Yes, we had to choose oh. a product uh, for our business program. Oh, I love your entrepreneurial ship. Okay, and how do people get in contact with you and buy one of these? So we do have a website. Uh, it is HydroTunes uh, Bluetooth Water Bottle Speaker. So. Okay, and that is spelled... H-Y-D-R-O-T-U-N-E-Z dot com. Is that right? Alright, thanks guys. Appreciate it. Bye. Hi. 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 So Who are we, you? My name is Scott Seward. I work with a uh, program called Odyssey of the Mind. And cool name. Odyssey of the Mind. That's Odyssey, a cool name. Odyssey of the Mind. It's a really cool name. It's been around for almost 40 years. It was established in the 70s. It's a nationwide nice. program that engages kids from kindergarten through college level, uh, formed up in teams of seven to come together and solve a problem over a three or four month period of time. Oh, very cool. That problem um, can be scaled from a very technical problem to a very uh, performance-based problem. So if the, the group of kids is into putting on a show, there's that end. If the kids want to build robots, there's that end. Wow. There's always a little bit of crossover between the two. The coolest part of the program is adults are not allowed to participate. <laughs> All Everything right. must be done by the kids. They have wow. to solve the problem. They have to come up with a creative idea behind it. They have to build the solution to the problem. They have to execute the solution, and they have to perform the solution in front of a judge at the end of the at the end of the performance. Oh my goodness! And so, who do you support? Who do you support? Like schools or so? It's typically clubs? it's typically done by any any kind of organization. So a school, um, Boy Scouts, a church, Girl Scouts. Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, uh, the local Rotary, a small business. Anybody can sponsor it. And one of my favorite parts is it's cheap, 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 cheap. For $135, wow. a school can sponsor five teams of seven. Get out. Really crazy Here, inexpensive. At, at your facility? No facility. I'm just, a school signs up. Oh, got it. Writes a check for $135. And you go. And they, have, they can create five teams from that. Oh, wow. So then kids are off and running. Yeah. They get, uh, the coaches get training. It's all volunteers. So one parent volunteers to be a coach. I'm a coach for my fourth grade team right now. All right. And all we're doing is facilitating the kids on getting to the end of the project and getting that problem done. Wow. Then they're scored. If they do well, they can move on to a state level. If they do well there, they can move on to a national level. So is Odyssey Mine a national program yes. then? Oh, fascinating. Well, congratulations. Thanks. We're How do they get in touch with you? We're, um, OdysseyTheMind.com. OdysseyMind.com. O-D-Y-S-S-E-Y. If you want to see what the kids have been doing, just go to YouTube. Okay. And search for Odyssey of the Mind, and you will see thousands of videos oh, of kids from kindergarten to college doing what I've been describing. Love it. The only thing I don't like is I don't get to participate. I'm too old. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.
Hi, so I'm Brian from 3D Hubs. Well, actually, I'm a 3D Hub owner, so I have a 3D printer that people can go out to 3D Hubs, upload a file, and get an instant 3D print quote. And anybody in their area, their local area, can get a 3D print. Uh, I'm out of San Diego, so if you are in the area, you can, I might print so now this this contraption here looks homemade. Did you make this yourself? The bottom is portion here, this this part is uh, just a stand that I made. And up here is a 3D printer. This is an Ultimaker original, and it's a kit you put together. Oh, that's so, very cool. Do you teach people how to put them together? Do I no. teach people? No. How to make them? No. No, but it does come with like, comprehensive instructions, so it's it is very doable. Yeah, that looks very doable. How do people get in touch with you? 3dhubs.com. You can check out 3D Hubs. Myself is Brian. I'm okay. bg3d.com. You are it. Okay, nice meeting you. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye. I am now talking to a robot. And you look like a real person. What's your name? What is your name? It is hard to hear you, isn't it? Can you turn your volume up? Which is very cool. You're the inventor? Yeah. Okay, so I'm a radio show, so can you describe to the audience that can only hear what it is that I'm experiencing? Well, this is a humanoid robot um, based on an animatronic figure. His name is Stu. Hi, Stu. He's a student. <laughs> he has voice right. Yeah, from Harvard. He has voice recognition, which doesn't work at all in this noisy environment. He's articulated in the neck, the eyes, the mouth, the shoulders, the elbows, every finger, wrist. Amazing. Um, it's great expressions on his face. About 2,000 hours. Looks a little bit like your son. Yeah, people say that. <laughs> and, and the other one behind us, that fembot, that's my uh, daughter. And does it move as, as freely as this? It so does, but it, it, we didn't put any time into that one. This is what was, had to be ready oh for the show. Gosh. What are you hoping to do with this? Um, this is going to be uh, the mascot for the robotics college I'm opening. Nice. Yes, a college. A Tell me about the college. Well, it's, I've looked uh, through the various kinds of schools because I wanted to open a school, a college for adults. And robotics is the biggest technology that's taking over. Right. And I see a real need to bring forth a, a, uh, at a university level the kind of efficiency that we need in this country to move forward rapidly in robotics because the whole world is going down. Absolutely. So how do people get in touch with you if they're interested in the university? Uh, they can look at my um, website. Which is? RobotCollege.org. Wow, thank you so much. Well, Stu, it's good to meet you. He's looking me straight in the eye, he's moving his eyebrows, and he looks like he's listening. And, and he's like shaking his head. It's amazing. You did a fabulous job. Thank Thanks you. so much. Thank you. Nice, nice meeting you. you. All right, hi, my name's Alan, and I'm representing the RSSC, a uh, nonprofit robotics club that meets in Long Beach the second Saturday of every month. Our next meeting is Saturday the 12th. That's next weekend. Can anybody come, or you have a set team? And we're open to all ages and experience levels. There's something there for everyone. What is it I'm seeing here? 
So we have a couple of robots here on display. The one in front of us is called InMove. InMove is an open source robot. That means that the plans and files are available for free, so anyone on the internet can download the files and print them on their own 3D printer. Wow. Uh, this InMove's name is Gray, and he is pretty much complete. He runs the ROS open source operating system, and everything that you see here was 3D printed on one of my two 3D printers. No kidding. So you, so none of this was like in a kit. You had to actually create the parts. Exactly. You download the files, and then wow. you print them out, and then most of the effort goes into assembling them. Beautiful. And how do people get in touch with you? Uh, you can reach us through rssc.org. That's our main website. Okay. And that'll give you information about our club, where we meet at Cal State Long Beach, and the uh, what we're intending to talk about for any given month. What's the age of the people? Uh, people of all ages. We have children and adults and children at heart. Yeah. And we have something for everyone. It's just a great way to get together and share our experiences Absolutely. and excitement about robotics and technology. Absolutely. Thanks so much. I hope it goes well. All right. Thank you. Nice That's to meet you. Good. Hi, my name is Randy Schaefer. I'm the CEO of Earth LCD. We're a company that helps uh, companies design touchscreen LCDs into their products in a very easy fashion with, with smart electronics and touchscreens. But also, I've been involved in the maker community for three or four years, and I build an $89 product that is, allows anyone to build a a touchscreen product very easily. Now, what is that product? Well, it's called the ARLCD. It has an Arduino in it, and then it has a separate processor that drives an LCD with buttons and sliders and bitmap widgets that can be done very simply. It's basically wow. a high abstract level where people can say, hey, I want a button here, and if the button's pressed, do this. Oh, got it. What, so, what, and yeah. I mean, that's what the maker community is. We're really making Legos and building blocks so the average person can come up with an idea and build stuff without being a rocket scientist. And this supports the part of the inventor in what regard? Well, if they want to put an LCD in their product, they want to focus on what their end goal is, whether it's to control a robot or the temperature or, 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 or just security, the security. And they don't need to know anything about an LCD or a touchscreen to use our product. Smart just, LCDs. It just integrates in. Yeah, we're, we're Earth LCD. Do you custom make it for people? We do for OEM customers. Yeah, we're involved. We've been in business for 22 years, oh. so we do a lot of custom work, too. Okay, and again, how do they get in touch with you? EarthLCD.com. And you're in Costa Mesa. Yeah, actually, uh, that's wrong. We're in Irvine now, but oh, same Ir difference. There yeah. you go. Thanks. So nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Best to you. Okay, and before me, I also see a, a, a gorilla-type monster robot. He's about to drive around the floor, and the driver of it is in the back. And <laughs> it's a remote. It's, it's freaky, isn't it? What do you think of it? It's a radio show. What do you think of it? It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. You see the other robots around there, too, Stu? It's amazing. There it goes. It's about to set off. I'll be back. Anyway, so who are you? What is this organization? So, I'm an elderly gentleman named Ted, <laughs> and I just like to introduce people to new experiences that might improve their lives. So, the what experience that. are you introducing them to? Well, anything that I can find that 
has a button on it to turn it on or off, <laughs> and uh, the concepts that stand behind how it was made, and let them, let them learn about it at their speed. Now, I happen to know that your center has so much to offer, so what do you offer in terms of training and in terms of equipment at your center? Well, starting off, at the, it's almost like a tour through the front of our building. If you walk in the door, you're going to see... Uh, you're going to see shelves, shelves of things uh, such as 3D printing that represent sculpting, that represent geographic information science with uh, high-resolution imagery and near-infrared and LIDAR studies done of uh, one of the, the single most active landslide area in the United States that has houses on it called Portuguese Man, all the way down to video editing and uh, animation. And when we talk about video editing, it's not just it's not just editing. It's it's about the whole industry that stands behind it. You've got graphics, you know, which which are which run the gamut, and it's so much information you have to learn to go down that road. What we try to do is we we more or less have all of all if not more of the of the software and hardware that these four year universities have, and we let students we provide students a path through that that road, down that road of learning, pre-learning, before they go to their four-year institution for media arts, how to use Photoshop and Illustrator and Maya and ZBrush and all that, so that when they when they end up on the porch of that school and they go to the first class, it's not, well, children, I'm going to teach you, I'm going to introduce you to Maya, it's going to be, hey, I'm going to show you how Maya is used in the industry, because that's what they're going to hear. They're not going to be freaked out and totally, you know, afraid that they're not going to keep up learning a new program they've never seen before. They're going to learn how to use it and how to produce with it. So it's just, we've got 30 or 40 different avenues that we can introduce students to like and, that. And how do they get in touch with you? We have a website, pvnet.com. That's be like Paul, be like Victor, net.com, or an email at education at pvnet.com. And better yet, come visit us because there is no possible way to describe our facility have to experience it with a brief tour. All right. Thank you so much, Ted. It's my pleasure. <laughs> um, so we're at Drone House. We're with, uh, it's spelled a little differently, isn't it? How do you spell yeah. D-R-O-N-E-H-A-U-S. Drone House. We're this because uh, it's a little bit German. And so we, we're, I don't know, we kind of have a little bit of attachment to the German stuff. Sure. Out. Yeah. But what is this that I'm seeing so here? We carry um, we carry and manufacture drone parts, so we make carbon fiber frames. We carry motors and ESCs and all the basically all the stuff you need to build a drone um, for racing. We want to branch out at some point, but that's our primary focus. Oh, that's good. really good customer service. So what is it? so I'm I'm seeing microchips and what else am I seeing? So stuff like this, like this is our flight controller. So this basically knows where the what, what pitch the drone is at. So if you tell it you want to go right, it says, well, I'm already here, so I need to go this way. And, and these other uh, microchips are? These are actually just different variations of that. And this uh, wheel-looking thing is landing gear? These are the motors that they that propel them. <laughs> and you've designed these motors specifically? I didn't design these ones. I've, I've designed this frame. It's made out of carbon fiber in the bottom. So that kind of tells that places your motors and, and uh, 
So did you 3D print this or? No, I cut this out on a router and then this is 3D printed. This, uh, like these plastic parts here. Um, and the camera and stuff like that. So people who want to build a drone can like take this and build upon it essentially or right, take right. this alone? Yeah, and they'll, they'll typically buy individual parts and they'll get a frame and then they build up from there so you have a frame. You'll get like motors with certain EMCs and a certain flight controller and they'll make it exactly how they want it. So they get the kits related to this? Basically, yeah. And this is your very own thing that you've made as well? These are batteries. These are actually just uh, Bonka batteries. Bonka is the brand that makes them. They let us put our name on it. On it. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that's wonderful. How do they get in touch with you? Uh, we can get in touch at dronehouse.net. Um, our phone number is 851. Uh, <laughs> Just give me the website again. <laughs> Drone, Dronehouse.net. That's H-A-U-S. Okay, got it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm seeing in front of me something that's really hard to describe, but a whole bunch of drones that are about the size of a small computer, and they have like four propellers on them as a rule and some lights, and then individuals with controllers that also have their, uh, their, their, Eye, eye garments on, they're all obviously getting the remote vision off of the cameras that are on the drones. And then they fly them around this obstacle course where they go under and over and above and follow through with the LED lights, and hit the walls or don't hit the walls. And right now they're setting up their run. It is fascinating. Okay. Well, my name's Sage. Uh, I'm here racing drones. Spotify's been a good hobby of mine for about a year and a half. Um, I like to build and design a lot of the components, so I design propellers to a lot of the aerodynamics to it, and it's just a lot of fun. Do you do the, the microchips as well, or do you... Uh... Yeah, we do some embedded systems. I write a lot of software to it, but recently I've been designing propellers. Now, you were the last one that survived on this particular run. Why were you so successful? Uh, my quad's lighter, so when I crash, nothing really tends to break. Okay. So I can crash and get back up and keep going. Oh, it's really resilient. And what's the headgear that you're wearing? What's this all like? Uh, well, it's our, it's our uh, display, so it, it gives a live video feed of the camera on our drone, so we can see the line of sight from the drone's perspective. And do you see a real difference in the quality of the VR and the quality of the, of the remote control, or does it... Well, it, matter? it doesn't really matter. The only thing that matters most is latency. It needs to be very responsive, otherwise you won't get any touch. Wow. Thank you so much. How do people get in touch with you? Okay. Okay, we are here. What are you, is this, what is this all about? Um, having fun and flying our drones. Did you build it? Um, no, actually my dad helped me. He built it. And what's this equipment that you have on you and down below in your lap? Goggles. When I wear these, I can look through to see what the drone sees, and this is my uh, controller, so I can control. Okay. Is your dad into this as well? No, it's just me. That's very cool. Thanks very much. All righty, there you go. So my my name is Daryl Harriman. We're from Victor Valley College up in High Desert. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. And I teach digital electronics, microprocessors. We had some entry-level students that came in and basically took a bare-bones house and automated it. So we installed all the electronics using the Arduino Mega and the wireless internet so that we can control the home, all the lights, all the fans, the sensors um, from the internet, either using your cell phone or your laptop. So you can go to work and then you can check on your house and 
over the internet. So are they so, hoping to be for hire? <laughs> well, hopefully someday. That's why they're going to college. <laughs> yeah, yes. so um, they learned a lot building the house. So they spent you know, a few hours a week over the last several weeks. And last night we were up until 1 o'clock in the morning finishing everything. And, uh, but it's all working good until this one board just came up and smoked. And I see that some of these boards have been handmade. Yeah, some of them are purchased. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what are so, you using here? So I teach the classes that teach them how to do you know, all the wiring, all the connection, all the uh, integrated circuits that we're using on here to control all the motors. So we have the Arduino microcontroller board, but by itself it's not able to run the motor because you can't provide enough power or current to run the motors. So we interface that using some integrated circuits here that can provide enough power. So the Arduino is controlling them and they're sending the power to control the motor speeds and the light brightness on the lights. So we've got all that connected up and wired spaghetti fashion. And, and right now they're problem solving because something began to smoke. What was that about? Yeah, our wireless internet board mysteriously just started to make oh, wow. smoke chimney. <laughs> I happen to have another one in my pocket, so I checked the wiring on it and I put oh, it in. Wait here, wait here. Oh, wow. Well, what's so, your name? Now we have to reprogram the brand new one because we didn't have a program on it. Oh. So we have to take the code that we have saved, fortunately, but um, we have to reprogram it. Copy and paste. And, and how did they get in touch with you and where, did, where are you located? Well, we're from Victor Valley College up in the high desert in Victorville, okay. California. Um, so you can, my email address, Daryl, D A R R E L L, dot Hera, Okay. And you're the professor of the, of the program. I teach electronics, yeah, the digital microprocessor program. In our program, we also do all the other electronics and computer repair, system networking academy. So we've got a variety of courses going on. Very cool. Thanks. So nice sure, to meet you, Daryl. Nice to meet you. Keep up the good work. These thank kids you. So right in front of me is this robot, and it's like really kind of freaky fun. What is this all about? Well, this is PartyBot. He was my summer project um, last summer. I built him because I was bored. <laughs> yeah? What does it do? What's it about? It describe it because I can't see it. PartyBot can uh, stream Spotify for music. He can take photos uh, for your party. And then he can also uh, dispense sodas or other beverages and keep them cold like beer for drink. That is really cool. Okay, now describe it because no one can see it. It's about my height. Uh, and, it, and it has a screen in front. Yeah, go ahead and describe so, it. So, uh, he's about five-ish feet tall. Um, he has a wheelchair base. Um, it's made out of uh, red cork glass. It's like plastic cardboard. Yeah. Um, he's got a camera up front, with, and he's got a big light show on him, so he's also got... Uh, so it looks like about three feet by three feet by five feet. About, yeah, uh, as a box and cold soda and then the screen. What's 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 the guts look like? What's going on inside of here? What you have to put together? Um, well, this is mostly just a like a homer bucket, like you get from Home Depot. Yeah. With a sort of wooden box on the outside, and we just have our touch screen here. And then all of our electronics go through this pipe down into this box here. Oh, that's oh, nice. Here's where we have all of our guts. Yes. So we have a Arduino, a Raspberry Pi, and a um, 20 watt stereo amplifier. Then we have a battery here that can go for about uh, six hours. So we don't need to recharge them all. Oh, that is so cool. I hope you get to go to a party. I hope so too. Some of those parties are going to want wine and beer, though, aren't they? <laughs> Thank you so much. What's your name? Uh, my name is Samuel. 
Samuel, and is there a place where they can reach you if they want this for their party? Um, yeah, I have a website, makersam.com. You can find me on Facebook at um, The Maker Sam, or you can send me an email at samzontiveros at yahoo.com. Awesome, and do you have a YouTube of this one? No. Oh, guys, you just gotta see it. They'll have it on its website soon enough. All right, thanks, Sam. Well, we are about to wind up this program of all sorts of different cool hobby type practices, and I'm looking at a robot world with remote controls inside of a container, and it's just like it's like a, a playground for kids of all ages. And for dominantly men, but not all men, because women are into the, the fun of it as well. So we are at Maker, Maker Con and the Expo 2016. Check it out for next year. I hope you've enjoyed meeting all the vendors and the people who just love the creativity of electronics. Cheers for now.